What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I am extremely excited. I almost really fumbled that. Uh, extremely excited for this episode because I can't get over the fact that this is actually controversial and people are like upset about this. It's like a very normal thing that streamers should know, but for whatever reason, people are being very ignorant about the topic. I mean, we talked about DMCA stuff before. If you don't know what DMCA is, it's it stands for a Digital Millenni Millennium Copyright Act. And what it basically is, is mainly it started with music for streamers, like how we know we can't just go on there and start streaming Drake's new album on our stream because it's considered copyrighted content. You know, your monetization will be taken away, you know, et cetera, all other stuff. So there's been this new wave and I'm not a huge fan of the guy. But Keemstar called this quite a while ago that the new meta for streaming isn't even like playing games anymore. It isn't like people streaming original content. It's just it's literally them watching YouTube videos, which is fine. I'm not I'm not uh, against people watching like YouTube content or reacting to certain clips. That's that's totally fine. Nothing's wrong with that. But people are literally streaming full on TV shows and actually streaming movies and they don't see what's wrong with that i think it's crazy as i'm saying it that people are literally confused why you can't do that i gave the example the other day of well imagine if i went and bought the ufc uh pay-per-view and streamed it to ten thousand people I mean, if you, if you want to do the math real fast, if I paid $60, the UFC got $60, but then I streamed it for free to 10,000 people, that's $600,000 of revenue the UFC lost because no one else ordered the fight. Now, and the thing is, now some people are comparing that to, well, it's just the same thing as if you order it at your house for $60 and you invite 100 people over, you know, they lost those 100 people. I'm not paying for entry. That's why bars and places like that get in trouble for this kind of thing where they'll, they don't have the right to pay for the pay-per-view and then pay for an entry fee, um, without permission from the UFC or Zufa who, who owns the, I believe they still own the company, but, um, you know, so imagine you pay $60 and then you're charging everybody $10 to get in. You only need six people to cover your cost for the pay-per-view. And then you're making all that revenue and extra people after those first initial six. So, you know, when someone's buying, uh, or, or streaming, let's say they have Amazon prime and you don't, and they're streaming TV shows off of Amazon prime and you're watching it for free. That's money that the company's losing. You know, it, I mean, it's very easy, you know, <laughs> we'll get into that a little more in a second, but I'm going to go through why this story has become such major news. So you guys should know who Pokimane is. I think everyone, everyone knows who Pokimane is. Uh, first of all, I hate the term that she was banned because banned means that you're permanently gone, not 48 hour ban. It's a 48 hour suspension, but she, she came up as banned. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to go through this. I'm going to read this article real fast. This is from, um, Polygon, uh, title is Pokemon, Pokemon on Twitch after streaming avatar, the last airbender. It says even the biggest among us can fall on Friday night. 
Pokimane, one of the most popular streamers on Twitch with over 8.5 million followers, was banned from the platform after streaming the popular animated series Avatar The Last Airbender. The cause of the ban is still unknown, but likely the result of DM DMCA strikes. I love how it says it's still unknown. Like, we all knew immediately what it was. According to Twitch Tracker, the streamer was watching and casting the Nickelodeon show to roughly 25,000 concurrent viewers during the stream. Uh, Pokimane did not directly comment on her social media uh, platforms on how long her ban would last. However, at the time of publication, Pokimane's Twitch channel is inactive. Twitch has a three-strike policy when it comes to DMCA claims, so her channel will likely be restored. It is her first suspension or ban, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Pokemon is the face of the Twitch brand at, at a time where other popular streamers like Ludwig have left for YouTube in 2020. The streamer signed a multi-year deal to stay on Twitch after the ban. Uh, she joked on Twitter that, quote, the Fire Nation attacked, which is a reference to a popular meme from the show she likely got banned for streaming. Uh, streamers broadcasting and commenting on television is a newer trend on Twitch known as TV Meta. It's become a popular way to capture attention of viewers. In December, uh, popular variety streamers like XQC, which we'll get we'll get to his comments in a minute, and Hassan Abi uh, streamed viewer viewings of the competitive cooking show Master Chef on their channels. Still, the strategy is risky, as Twitch has a history of removing content after receiving takedown requests from companies. In 2020, the streaming platform encouraged streamers to remove content to comply with copyright laws for music. Twitch responds to notifications from copyright holders who have filed DMC requests. In this case, uh, Viacom CBS owns Avatar, so its legal team would issue the request. A likely DMCA strike against such a popular streamer could have huge implications for Twitch's larger TV meta trend. While Pokemon's channel will likely be reinstated, which it will be reinstated uh, on Monday the 10th, uh, it remains to be seen if other big variety streamers will continue to react to shows with the threat of a takedown looming over them. So that's the, that's that article. But real quick, again, there's a big difference between going on YouTube or going, you know, watching a clip of one of these shows, like a certain, you know, two, three, maybe even up to five minutes of like a certain scene of a of a TV show and reacting to it between streaming the entire 45 minute to an hour episodes and watching like a whole entire season on stream like number 1 in my personal opinion you guys can disagree with this part all you want i see that as lazy content creation um and i think i've said it before content creation is not just playing video games but i personally feel if you're just watching TV or watching a movie and sitting there watching with everybody and you're sitting there getting thousands of subs and bits and donations like that is like the laziest content creation because you're not creating content you're literally just watching a movie with people like do that in your discord do that in your gilded whatever like just stream it to you know and don't make it like a paywall you know or whatever like where you you they like, charge people to you know to come into your discord Technically, sharing it that way is not technically, if you want to go by the laws, not technically illegal. We were talking about that in my stream the other day. Um, you know, like if I were to order the UFC and I would stream it to Discord, if I'm not charging you for it and we're all just watching it together, it's the same thing as inviting someone over to your house. But when you when you have ads on your channel on Twitch and you're streaming this stuff, that's ad revenue that the, the shows are losing out on. Because uh, most of these shows 
have ads and commercials and you're not showing those to your audience, but you're showing different ads and monetizing your stream, you're the one benefiting, not the people who made the show. You're technically stealing money from these shows. Um, there is another article here I was going to go through. Um, uh, it has a, some different streamers' reactions to her ban. Uh, this is from Sports Kita. It's called Pokemane Ban from Twitch for streaming Avatar. Uh, fans of Pokemane and her Twitch channel ran into a bit of an unfortunate news a couple hours ago. When the streamer's channel got suspended from the platform for for uh, for not following uh, DMCA rules, while it was initially uncertain, we all can tell now, it, it made it clear that her 10-hour avatar watch party was the culprit. <laughs> 10, again, 10 hours of streaming avatar. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Uh, there's a lot of shows on platforms like YouTube and Twitch that content creators can stream and react on. Uh, the copyright laws on them are not overly protective, and streamers are allowed to host watch parties on them and upload reaction videos as well. Big difference. You ha If you want to do watch parties, number one, Twitch is owned by Amazon. And you can do watch parties with other viewers, but they must own Amazon Prime. It's that means... You you can watch at your own leisure, but it's a feature on Twitch. It's a feature on Twitch where you can go in and you can go, you know, put on there what you're watching. And if someone shows up at your stream, they will not be allowed in unless they have Amazon Prime, you know, linked to their Twitch account, which I, I'm fully okay with that. Because again, 10 hours of watching this, this entire show or season is insane. Um, unfortunately, back to the article. Unfortunately for the streamer and her fans, Avatar: The Last Airbender is not one of these shows, as the highly acclaimed animated series is available only on paid streaming services. Hence, by streaming it as a part of her watch party, the streamer violated Twitch DMCA laws, and her channel was taken down. I totally agree. It's part of the rules, and we all, as streamers, know these rules. And, and Pokimane number one has a management team, and we'll get to that in a second because someone made a great comment about that. You no one, you're telling me no one told her this is this isn't a good idea. Um, we all we all know the rules. We all know we can't do this. We all know we can't stream pay per views. We can't stream movies. We can't. It, we all have known this for a long time. Uh, Pokimane's fan base left divided with the streamers banned from Twitch. Uh, she tweeted at Disguised Toast, I did everything you said and yet still crying emoji. Uh, as one of the most popular streamers on the platform, her ban came as quite a shock. I, I don't think it's quite a shock at all. Um, however, her community is a bit divided when it comes to deciding whether the ban she received is fair or not. A large portion of her community believed the ban was appropriate. Um, Avatar is owned by an American corporation. The ban was inevitable as these guys don't mess around. It's fact. Um, someone these these are tweets that people were tweeting at her. Avatar is American Nickelodeon Viacom. They don't mess around. Someone else posted, "You were straight broadcasting copyrighted material." I don't know much about how Twitch operates, but this seems like a logical conclusion. Another tweet says, "Yeah, I have a website that sells anime T-shirts, and although it's, it is a hundred percent copyright, traditional Japanese anime actually doesn't bother striking anyone because they believe it to be great form of advertisement." Avatar is more of a cartoon and ran on Nickelodeon. They strike 100% of the time. Uh, next tweet. Should have stuck with Japanese anime. You watch something owned by an American company, which is probably more aware of Twitch. I mean, that's a good argument there. 
while some fans justify banned by bringing the American cartoon versus Japanese anime debate, others are heartbroken to see their favorite content creators channel taken down. The streamer is known to have troves of diehard fans, and many of them have come out in volumes in Twitter threads stating that they want her reinstated. There's someone on there posting, no, what will I do with all my channel points? They have 2.9 million channel points. That's insane. That's a lot of watch time. Someone tweeted out, please take me instead. Don't take Pokimane. Uh, worst day of my effing life. Uh, someone wrote, it also doesn't make sense how Miz didn't get banned when he did the same thing. Um, someone wrote, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. They took Pokey, give her back. <laughs> Uh, the part of her community isn't too happy with the DMCA strike and the ban is te only temporary. Uh, they want her Twitch ban to be lifted as soon as possible. Um, now, uh, if you guys don't know who on Twitter, at DJ Wheat, that's D-J-W-H-E-A-T, he is the head of Twitch Community Productions. Um, amazing human being. I met this man at uh, TwitchCon. Um, uh, I can't remember what year it was. A couple years ago. Very, very great human being um he's very passionate about streaming and the whole esports scene uh he's a great follow on twitter too by the way when it comes to like content creation but he um there <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go through some of these um first his tweet was his first tweet was i'm fairly certain the f around and find out is not a good business strategy for anyone he's basically talking about how People, when they do stuff like this, are basically like, hey, I'm going to F around and find out. We'll see what happens. It's not a, you know, it's, especially when you know it's wrong. Um, <sighs> he's basically explaining that that's not smart. Basically, he, his, his take is that what she did wasn't smart. But then the comments are like really back and forth. But the one I want to get to is about XQC. Now, number one, let me give my comments on XQC. I have never been a fan of XQC in my own personal opinion. It's not that I don't like the guy or anything. I gotta make sure I take I make this clear before anyone starts being oh XQC you Glock hates XQC. I don't hate XQC, but every time I see his content, it's not the kind of content I enjoy. It's not the kind of content that I will sit there and watch for a while. There are some clips that he has that make me laugh, but he is somebody that you know likes to push the limits he's someone that doesn't give a crap about rules and thing and because he's one of the largest streamers now i'm gonna make a comparison right here and in, in, in we've seen it happen millions of times when these guys are at the top think that they're above the rules and do whatever they want is when people i know people are, i hate the word smaller streamer but that's the best way to put it Newer streamer, smaller streamer, growing streamer, whatever you want to call it. We're the ones that get screwed. Because no matter what, when they come back, they're still going to have the audience. They're still going to make their money, whatever. They still have their sponsors, blah, blah, blah. We're the ones that now have to change what we do to try and get people to our streams, try and entertain people and be careful. Like the whole, when they went crazy over music thing, we were the ones that got screwed, had no music to listen to, music sucked in the background, this and that. They were able to go out there and they were still getting away with like streaming certain copyrighted music they got permission from. Their agents reached out to people. Like, I don't know if you guys realize for a long time, Nick Merckx was still streaming um, with Drake on his channel because his um, 
his agency or whoever he uses for his partner agencies reached out to the company that owns Drake's songs and uh, a lot a, he's still allowed to stream certain Drake songs, certain Drake songs. He hasn't for a while, but that was actually a story from like when that whole thing broke out. Like, how is he still streaming Drake music? So a lot of people below Nick Merckx were like, oh, I can stream that too. And they were getting hit with DMCA strikes. And like, hey, this makes no sense. Because you don't have permission to stream it, he does. Because and you he you have no way of reaching out. And even if you did reach out to the record company, they'd probably be like F you. So um so DJ tweet back to what I was uh oh DJ Wheat, sorry. He tweeted out lots of people are getting on XQC for continuing to stream content he doesn't own, but maybe it's time to start pointing out just how worthless his own management team is to let it happen. Who's actually looking out for these content creators' careers? And he follows it up and says, even if his management was just wanting to make money off of him, you would think they would see this as putting that at risk. So if they don't care and they aren't even being greedy, what the hell are they? What are they actually doing for him and other creators? A real management team would be putting a stop to anything that could jeopardize their client's career and ability to make money. Anything less and you are under bad management. I 100% agree. Like you think that, but the, here, here's the other thing. We don't know what's happening in the background. It's all speculation. And XQC is the kind of guy who would probably go against his management team and be like, oh, I could do whatever I want. I'm one of the biggest streamers there are right now. Blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, let's see. So I'm going to go to XQC's um, Twitter. I know he posted something. I think he deleted it. Uh, he posted something on January 6th. No, it's... Uh, 16 hours ago, stop subtweeting me everywhere and trying to be slick. If you got something to say or a terrible argument to parade, at least tag me, tag the at Twitter rats. Basically, he's talking about people talking about him streaming content, which I just went to his Twitch. I'll go to it again right quick. He, um... So, uh, this is re being recorded on the 9th. Uh, January 9th and I know he just after all this controversy he just streamed 16 hours ago 10 hours and he starts his stream off within the first five minutes or 10 minutes sorry he is streaming Japanese anime so he's watching YouTube content in the first 20 30 minutes and then he's actually sitting here after an hour streaming full-on episodes of Japanese anime um, basically, and just sitting there eating for an hour, two hours, three hours, as I'm skipping forward by hours. Okay, after four hours, he's not on there anymore. And now he's playing League of Legends after four hours. So the first four hours of his stream is basically an FU, and he's streaming a TV show, a Japanese TV show to probably, I mean, his video has over 2 million views, so... You know, easily a couple tens of 20, 30,000 people. You know, and then he's playing games, poker, whatever. And that's it. But for four hours of your stream, you're streaming a TV show. After all this controversy, it, it, it's one. It, it's very reckless. It, it's very reckless. It's very stupid. It's, and it's... We were having this conversation on stream the other night where you, if you have a huge audience like this, it's, it, you know, there's, you need to be careful of the things you do and things you say. Very, there's people who are going to follow what you say and do. Um, 
and there's going to be smaller creators or newer creators, whatever the f you want to call them um that are going to follow in his footsteps and say oh i can do it too and they're they're going to get screwed you know they're going to get punished and they're going to be upset um here's a comment on dj wheat's tweet that i just read someone put i legitimately think people doing it don't care since they are well off this might force Twitch's hands to actually protect their creators or see a gigantic portion get banned, suspended, or disappear uh, to another platform. I think it's Twitch's move, not the creators. If Twitch doesn't do anything like with current DMCA culture, the biggest part of content on their platform will disappear, including most of their income. Not to mention the snowball effect in streaming any content, including video games. Um, someone, someone wrote, he's not right for doing... They're not right for letting, and that includes his management and Twitch combined. His attitude to it needs needs to be checked. Also, it's a serious issue that he and other creators seem to be seem to be making light of because of their heightened status. Um, just find some other tweets here real fast. This this thread is very good. Um, this is one of my favorite kind of replies, especially on Twitter or any kind of social media platform is when someone someone replies back and says that's really cool man but who asked um no one needs to ask for you to post on your own social media like this kind of guy is so stupid like you can post whatever you want like who asked <laughs> like ooh, you're so edgy god i hate people like this dude they're so dumb uh just everyone's just basically saying he doesn't come across as a guy who gives a crap um I love this one. This guy compares XQC to Trump. Uh, it doesn't make sense. So one of the arguments, which I, I, it's so funny that I found these earlier. Now they're like falling to the bottom of the list. But people are saying, in reality, one of the arguments is, well, technically streaming video games is copyright as well, blah, 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 blah. That's a huge, huge difference. Like, number one, we all know, especially in certain games like Paladins or like any high-res game is a smaller game, you know, streamers showcasing the game is good for business. Uh, and every, I think every video game company knows that the more streamers you have streaming your game is better for your game and the growth of it, you know, XYZ, et cetera, whatever. Um, now, with that being said, in a sense that you're kind of right when you say something like that, like in a, in a sense, you're kind of right. Um, it could, I mean, they, they could come down, they could come down and say something, uh, you know, along those lines as copyrighted, but they're not going to, because think of it this way. Think of it as you pay $60 for a video game and you're streaming to everybody else. Where's the fun in the video game? In playing it versus it's always more fun to usually play a game than to watch it. Um, so you watching somebody play the game that you don't own will usually advertise it to them to buy it. Versus if someone goes out and buys, let's say, just Avatar for on Blu-ray for 60 bucks or whatever, and then you stream it to 25,000 people, and they watch it for free with a couple ads or whatever on your stream that only goes to you, why would you go and buy that Blu-ray bundle now after you just watched it with Pokimane or whoever 
um, that's money lost by the by the people who made that TV show or that movie or whatever. Why would you go and buy it after you just technically watched it for free? That's money lost by the TV show movie company that, that made these shows. There's a big difference when you're talking about these two. The same way when it comes to music, the reason why they are copywriting music where you can't stream it, this and that, uh, which I... I, I I personally believe that there should be a rule um, how a lot of us used to do it is when you're streaming music, as long as you have the artist name and the title of the song on your stream, like we all used to capture like the Spotify bottom left and have it in the corner of our stream. So you guys all knew exactly what we were listening to. That's free advertisement because the way nowadays you make money by making music is how many plays you have. How many downloads you have it's not by buying the physical copy of the cds anymore or actually even buying them on itunes because everyone has um itunes whatever the, the itunes of uh, play is um you have you have spotify premium or whatever it's all about how many plays you get so if you're playing a song on a stream and somebody hears it like yo this song is dope and they see it in the bottom left hand corner oh that's you know this song by so-and-so I'm going to go look it up now and download it. That's more money for the, the label companies and the artists themselves. So music, I think should have a certain rule, you know, YouTube videos or whatever, as long as you credited the artist or you can even credit the label or whatever, as long as there was a rule, we should be allowed to stream any music that we want. That would be a great way to implement it. I don't know what, you know, the argument that goes on between like the companies and the labels and this and that, but I feel like that would actually be more beneficial to the labels and to the artists than saying, oh, you can't stream us at all because how else are you supposed to get out there? But again, as for TV shows and movies, I think if you're watching a clip any longer than three, four, five, at five, five is probably a little too much, but like, Anything longer than that, you're basically showing the whole show. It's technically stealing revenue from the TV show or the movie, uh, in my personal opinion. Especially 10 hours. Like, you're going to watch an entire series. That, that's like watching the entire brand new series of Dexter Coldblood that just came out. That's 10 episodes, about 45 minutes to an hour each. I could stream that entire season. <laughs> and uh, if you don't have an HBO Max subscription... And you watched it with me on my stream. That's money lost for HBO. You bet your butt I'm gonna get suspended for for you know DMCA whatever. Even if even though I don't I don't really make any money streaming. Um, the fact of the matter is they're able to capture the sound and and they'll know you're streaming it and you're gonna get busted for it. My channel's gonna be temporarily taken down. And it's like you just streamed an entire season of a TV show that requires a subscription to watch to people for free. Like, I don't understand the argument that that's okay. I mean, like I said, especially when Twitch already has the Amazon Prime watch parties. You can pretty much watch anything on Amazon Prime with your community, but they must have Amazon Prime as well. So that way you're not, you know, they're not losing money or revenue on you streaming it to anyone that doesn't have Amazon Prime. I really hope I'm making myself clear here because like in my mind, in my mind, there is no argument. I don't, I don't, I have not seen a valid argument where this is okay. And people are complaining about it, but they, they don't have arguments 
I'm trying to find right now arguments for why they should be allowed to. <laughs> here's here's a tweet. Uh, Matthew Kiff. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, I find it hilarious how I'm seeing people say Pokemon shouldn't be banned because she was actually, quote, helping Avatar. She was giving it a shout out. Shout out. Do we seriously think one of the most successful, popular cartoon series ever needs exposure from a streamer? I mean, he's not wrong. Here you go. On one of Pokemon's tweets where she said, confirmed 48 hour suspension. See you guys Monday morning for a 12 hour comeback stream. <laughs> Somebody wrote back to her saying, imagine actually breaking laws and Twitch giving you a two-day weekend, ba uh, quote, ban for it. Good stuff. Someone said, stop. You you actually, you actually like, acting like she, this guy doesn't know how to type. I'm going to start, start over. Stop acting like she assaulted someone or something. All she did was play a show. I don't think that that deserves a ban. However, I feel like you should apply to all creators, not just big ones like her, because they don't let people off like this. It's not serious enough for a ban. Someone wrote, stop being a simp and Google what copyright infringement means <laughs> for F's sake. And then someone wrote, uh, he wrote back, I'm not a simp. I don't like Pokemon. I'm just saying she shouldn't be banned for a show that came out a decade ago. And then someone responded back to him saying, uh, that's not how copyright works. Copyright lasts for a hundred years plus or something like that. The only way to use content is if the copyright infringement has somewhat expired or you have permission from the owner of the content. People do not take things kindly when their creations are used without permission. Um, and then a different guy responded back to that saying, shouldn't matter. Stop being lazy and streaming other people's content without consent. She got what she deserved, but what should we expect with these current Twitch streamers? They lack common sense and they lack originality. And then the only response back is, you're a moron. <laughs> like, dude, if you guys are like, Twitter is a cesspool and I'm doing a separate uh, podcast on like the new platforms out there and why people are switching to different, different platforms. You guys can hear the episode later. But, um, like, Twitter is a cesspool right now, man. Like, I don't go on there that much, but these threads about Pokemon and copyright and some of these people just make me laugh so hard. Here, here's a tweet that I actually, uh, I actually retweeted. Um, this is from Moist Critical. I'm not, his, his spelling is really weird. I'm not going to say all of it. Uh, you can find it on my Twitter thread. Um, it says no one likes DMCA. No one is licking corporate ass and applauding them for banning Pokemon. It's just common sense that you can't stream a full TV series, anime slash movie franchise on Twitch. No studio will ever say, yeah, if you buy our Blu-ray, you can stream it to 40,000 people who haven't bought it. I, I mean, it, it makes so much sense that I love that tweet because, you know, in 144 characters, he nailed it. I mean, really, honestly, um, the comments. The comments, uh, one person said, people always forget about smaller creators too when the bigger creators push the limits. When the um, ad apocalypse happened on YouTube, it was the smaller channels that got ruined by it. Same thing will happen here if it keeps going. Big channels will live, but smaller ones will get effed. That is basically what I already said. Um, do we want to make that argument? Uh, this is a different somebody else responded do we want to make that argument because you know video game companies probably don't like one person buying a 60 dollars game just to have it streamed to millions either 
Um, this thread is going to be good. I can already tell. You do know a larger factor of playing video games is, is, is the playing part, right? Watching it in a stream isn't a full experience. Watching a movie is. People are starting to wake up a little bit. <laughs> Even then, streaming games might very well be illegal. Technically, it's just never gone to court because nobody cares because it actually helps the video game companies rather than hurt them like movies and TV shows. Exactly. Uh, companies like Disney and Nintendo have always been really bad about it. They are within their legal rights to claim content, but generally companies have figured out that they get more advertisement and sales by letting people stream their game than letting somebody stream an entire Disney series. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are starting to get it, but I actually can't believe that there are actually people in here. Um, this this guy's going. I don't know who Moist Critical is, but this guy's going. I'm saying, isn't a large portion of your content talking uh, about shows and other forms of corporate media content? I'm pretty certain if those sources started hammering down on you, we we could make the same point. This comes across pretty uh, unself aware, in my opinion. Uh, there's a difference between making videos, discussing a show in a transformative way, literally just watching the show live on stream. See, and that's another thing. There's a big difference big difference like i said between reacting to one reacting to a certain clip or something like that versus just sitting there watching a tv show not even interacting with chat not even talking about the show just literally watching it which is what pokemon was doing she was literally just sitting there back in her chair laid back and watched the full 10 hours of a tv show so if watching shows on stream is a huge deal why isn't gaming this this may seem like a dumb question but it's valid Games are made and published by huge or corporations who are willing to take people to court. Look at Nintendo sent cease and desist to people trying to raise awareness. Okay, let me read the comments on this one. About mental illness. Games have a gameplay component that can't be experienced just by via watching. There's an incentive to purchase the game outside of watching. I've purchased several games due to watching them being streamed. So have I. I've done the same thing when I watch somebody play. I mean, this game looks like fun, so I'm going to buy it. Um, because films have different copyright laws than games to show a film publicly like that you have to purchase temporary rights from the studio distribution company if you have a DVD at home in the USA look for the opening FBI warning I think everyone has seen those right um, there's no warning in the beginning of video games that, that say hey FBI warning you can't stream this game to everybody there's no, there's no rules on there that say that so Reading this gave me brain damage. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I I think we're uh, we're we're getting to the end of this podcast. All right, I mean, there, there's really not much left to say about it. Pokemane was suspended for 48 hours. You know, just let it be a reminder. I've said it a million times. Your check mark means nothing. If you're a Twitch partner, Facebook partner, YouTube partner, um, the rules still apply. You're not above the rules. Uh, for example, um, when UFC 4 or whatever the most recent UFC game came out, I was very excited for it. I've always been a big UFC video game fan, as I am a huge UFC fan. Uh, I streamed it one time on, on launch day on um, on Facebook, and I got uh, temporarily suspended for 24 hours because of the soundtrack in the game had copyright music on it, which usually... Usually these platforms are aware of what songs are in the games 
but because the songs or the game was brand new and everything like that, and Facebook's not on their stuff, which is why I left Facebook Gaming and I'm back on Twitch permanently. Um, I got hit with a 24-hour suspension and I had to appeal it. Um, even even after I was back after 24 hours, I had to wait like seven to seven to ten days for a response from them. Uh, my video still can't be monetized. I, I had issues ever since then, almost like like reach, they took reach issues away from me, like where I couldn't reach anybody. And so I ultimately I stopped streaming it, and I didn't. I actually didn't play that game that much because I couldn't stream it. I mean, when any time that I get to game is usually on stream. So if I can't stream a game without getting in trouble for DMCA, I'm not going to play it. So again, it's a it's a lesson learned. But, you know, willfully going out there and knowing that this is against the rules, whether you like the rules or not, I mean, you got to be aware of that. So anyways, guys, make sure you guys follow me on social media. If you're not already following me again, it's at Glock nine on Instagram and Twitter at GL zero and nine N E. The podcast has its own Twitter at Glock nine show G L O C K N nine N E S H O W. Um, you guys can also find me on Facebook and all the other places you can find most of the links down below. As always, guys, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.